Hello and welcome to Cartridge Cinema Club, episode 58. My name is Mark Champlin, and today I'm joined by Alex uh, Wallace, and I'm also joined uh, by a cold. If it sounds like I have one, that's because I do. Um, so, uh, patience with the sound of my voice uh, this week. Maybe it doesn't sound that different. It feels different. Oh, it's, it definitely sounds different. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was trying to be nice to yeah. myself. <laughs> no, Maybe I, I mean, don't sound horrible. <laughs> you sound, it's not, it's not bad. It's just different. You know, it's okay. Sure. Merry Christmas, girls and gays. We are, Mark is finally back from the dead. We're getting in this yeah. one a little bit late, but that's okay. You're going to be getting this podcast. If you're the type of bitch that's been waiting on the RSS feed for this to drop at night because you've just been ready to listen to some triple C, you're going to get the the freshest triple C you've ever got because I am recording this, editing it, and putting it up immediately. Hell yeah. And we're here to fucking rumble uh, and have some nuanced opinions about Castlevania, <laughs> I would say. This- yeah, this is gonna be like when you go when you go to Vaughn's and you get the donuts, but it's like the fresh donuts, <laughs> so they taste like a completely different product than the ones that you get at 9 p.m. after work when you're depressed and you need a donut. <laughs> Those ones are better though because they'll give them to you for free before they throw them out. What did we watch? Absolutely this? true. What did we watch <laughs> this week, Mark? We watched uh, that their uh, Castlevania show. Uh, on that there, Netflix. Uh, it's an American uh, adult, very adult, uh, animated <laughs> web television series. I think it's TVMA, which is for Americans. That's the that's the adult uh, that's the adult one. Mm-hmm. Uh, based on the video game series by Konami. Uh, fuck Konami. Uh, <laughs> the first two seasons adapt the 1989 uh, Castlevania Three Dracula's Curse, and it follows Trevor Belmont's who defends the nation of Wallachia from Dracula and his minions, although uh, most of the show is him uh, defending himself from random priests and village uh, and and poor people. Uh, (laughs) We'll get to it. We watched watched season one, the entirety of season one, which is four 22-minute episodes. Uh, Not a big time commitment and generally well-paced and enjoyable uh, throughout throughout the runtime. So it didn't feel like four episodes, which yeah. is good. It was, it was, it was, um, you know, we'll get to my opinion. I'm going to run through the plot real quick. Cause it's simple. Cause this show is kind of good. Um, so <laughs> yeah, that- they, they do a good job at actually being like, you can follow this plot. It's a real plot with things that's happening. Yeah. You know what? I kind of want to just jump into this right now. Like, yeah. Uh, you know, if you haven't seen this show, if you haven't seen what this show looks like, look it up. It's spectacular. It's incredible. This oh thing. God, I mean, literally, so like the the first the the first moment of this show, the the when it opens, fade up from black. It is like this really stark shot of a bunch of like corpses and skeletons on pikes outside of Dracula's lair, and it looks fucking incredible. And this whole thing is like lovingly hand drawn, and they incorporate CG in ways that are subtle and off putting when it needs to be, and and the whole thing is just. Like, it is, it is incredible to look at, and it is, like, the writing is pretty good. Like, it feel, it was weird to watch something that was, like, a quality product <laughs> for this podcast. Yeah, this was one of the few, in, in 58 episodes, uh, this is one of less than 10 uh, things that we've watched, where you can really, you can meet it on its own terms yep. uh, and not not have to overlook a shit ton of technical or artistic <laughs> like problems with a capital P because there really aren't any like this show doesn't have like flaws the way that like normal things that we would critique on this 
uh, podcasts do. You you can meet it where it's at and be like, okay, tell me what you're trying to say because all the trappings that surround your message are uh, are fun to take in. Yeah. So I'm willing to experience whatever you've got going on because the roller coaster that I'm on is fun. Mm-hmm. Like the, 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 the things that we like about this are fully unironic. And also the things that we're going to critique about it are fully, fully unironic. Like, you know, sometimes it's a perfect way of putting it. Yeah, yeah. Like sometimes we're on this podcast and we're watching some like shit house horror movie from 1992 that nobody fucking remembers or cares about. And we're like yeah. trying to critique like the, you know, class politics of it. And like, yeah. we're doing it for real <laughs> to like, you know, give people language to critique things in the future. But, also, it's kind yeah. of a bit. This is not that. Like, yeah. I have and, some, and, <laughs> I have some I just, genuine beef yeah. here. You know. Yes. Um. I was gonna say on the same token. Sometimes we enjoy something. Like, make no mistake. I love from the bottom of my heart, Lara Croft Tomb Raider, <laughs> starring Angelina Jolie. But that's not like a good movie. No. I love it for everything that it is. And yeah. It's terrible. Uh. But yeah. So not a lot of irony in this episode. I. I <laughs> Did you want to um, jump into uh, your uh, the plot, or can we do? Let's we yeah. Well, I'm gonna run the plot real quick, and then yeah. we'll, we can kind of get into our like general feelings more specifically. Um, so yeah, it it is the 1400s, and the people of the 1400s era village have killed Dracula's wife because they think she's a witch, uh, and Dracula is like really not very keen on that. Not dude was not happy about the the wife killing thing, and so he gives everyone one year to get the fuck out or he's going to unleash his demon army across the land and it's going to kill everyone. Uh, and then no one leaves or evacuates because the, the, the giant demon telling them that they're going to die was apparently not very convincing. Uh, and now they're all going to get killed by demons. Uh, and now it's up to an absolutely insufferable asshole named Trevor to stop him. Or whatever, and that's the part where the show kind of falls apart for me. <laughs> but we'll get to that. What were your kind of like general thoughts on the overall experience after watching the first four episodes? I guess we should note real quick: like yeah. there are there is a second season of this, and there is a third season coming. We'll probably do them in the future, but for right now, we're just going to focus on season one and what we feel like it does well and what it does not do well. Uh, well, you know, on as far as the plot goes. You know, Twitter taught me one thing is that you never mess with a wife guy. And uh, <laughs> this is a Dracula is now a uh, a murdered wife guy. And uh, anyway, joke, <laughs> jokes aside, um, the the intro that so the, the cool stuff that you describe mm-hmm. um, is the first three bullet points. And then the the other 75 minutes of the show that we watched is. The insufferable asshole, mm-hmm. which is a problem. Yeah. Because when this show starts and you see Dracula, I, you know, I love, as as everyone does, I love a good villain. Um, I yeah. love a, a complex villain where you can kind of see where they're coming from. I enjoy a nice, you know, well-rounded, well-written character. And uh, you spend a good, the good 10 minutes uh, getting to know Dracula and why he is the way he is. And he's kind of a reclusive, weird, like, science guy who's kind of been kicking around his own for a while. Um, he finally finds, like, a human partner who he enjoys the company of. And, he, like, he's starting to lighten up a little bit. And then they fucking kill her. And he gets pissed. And I'm like, oh, this is going to be like the Dracula show. Yeah. Uh, this is, like, fucking cool. And then you cut to 
Trevor Belmont, the drunken <laughs> asshole, dickhead, yeah. uh, uh, privileged ass, fucking consecrated whip having ass dude, <laughs> and he's just you know, he he sucks, he right? Really like sucks. he sucks. He sucks he, super bad. Th- this so the promise of the intro is not realized is kind of what I'm getting at, and it. We don't see Dracula for the entire rest of the season. Yeah. Like, at all. And I mean, like, but that's the thing, right? Is, like, Trevor Belmont is not in the first episode at all. He's in, like, the last shot of the first episode. And the first episode is the best by far out of all of them. Um, And, yeah. Because I I love lore, too. And the first episode sets up Mm -hmm. a lot of lore. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, I I would say that, like, it was overall kind of a disappointing experience to watch this um because i love the art especially in the first episode the art is incredible i think the world looks cool i think the 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 art design and the aesthetic of the whole thing just it just looks so gorgeous and it it, it's i love the world you know like i love the premise um Uh And I think Dracula is awesome. Like he, like the Dracula performance is fantastic. He oh, is just so like good. spitting every line out like it's poison, and I love it. Um, and I and I love that first episode. And then over time, the more time I spent with Trevor Belmont, the more sick of it I got. Um, and I think over time, it also this this thing really goes out of its way to just show you how mature and edgy it is. Uh, and it just kind of comes off as juvenile, uh, and that's a thing that really started to grate on me, and I think gets what- Okay, let me put it like this. They don't say the fuck word at all in the first episode until the very end, and then it- it- you can't get away from the fuck word (laughs) in episodes two through four. Um, yeah. Yeah, I- I don't like using the word try hard because Mm -hmm. it's such a, like, gamer word, but, like, that was the first thing that came to mind when- uh, when we spend our first full episode with Trevor, and you see the gratuitous, uh, the gratuitous graphic violence, and you see the gratuitous usage of like curse, curse words, and just snarky comments, I was like, I he felt like fucking Deadpool, like <laughs> like an a no, like a like a a brooding Deadpool type of character, and I hate that shit. Yeah, I mean, there's literally like with with the violent stuff, like. You know, the, you know, this is like a people getting ripped in half on screen and intestines flying out kind of show. Like yeah, it's and, like and that. Something that I, that I want to mention real quick before we get into the violence is like, it didn't need to be this graphically gory and violent to be true to the games. Um, that the, there's a defense of the the new Witcher show, which we're getting to uh, very <laughs> soon, uh, because apparently it is also very gratuitously Game of Thrones level of violence. And the Witcher games are also like that. So it kind of has that, like, like to stand on where, oh, it's got to be like the games. But this is like, you know, <laughs> Castlevania 3 was, was made was in it? the 80s. Yeah. It was pixel art. Yeah, like, it, it's, there's a part in the second episode where, you know, Trevor Belmont gets into, like, a alley fight with some, with some dudes. And he, like, whips off a dude's finger and you're like, oh, that's kind of gross and, like, over the top. But, like, sure, whatever. And then he whips out a man's eye. And by that I mean you see him 
whip at a dude and the dude's eye comes out and the little eyeball floats out and there's like you know a little string attached to it flying out like it's a party favor and like it, it's it's like happy tree friends at a certain point right like it's like ridiculous yes then it's there, like there, there's an eyeball there's an eyeball shot yeah. like a shot of just the flying eyeball center frame like anime action shot of the eyeball flying away yeah. and it, it really did when you you compared it to happy tree friends i I immediately, like, remembered Happy Tree Friends and went and looked up that one Fall Out Boy video that's just a Happy Tree Friends <laughs> video. And I was like, yeah, this really is the same shit. Yeah. Like, actually. Yeah, this is what Castlevania is. The TV show. And it's weird, right? Because it is based on, like, a game for children. You know, it's, yeah. tw- it's like, 20 to 30 years too late, but it's there. Um, yeah, because when I think of Castlevania, the games, and it's not like it has to be this, but, like, I think of... Goofy skeleton man yeah. throwing bones and cackling. Yeah. That's the Castlevania that I know and it, love, personally. It is, it's really weird to, like, watch a, a, a cartoon show based on a Nintendo, like, a literally, like, an NES game that is not, that I would not describe as, like, a train wreck or, like, an outright uh-huh. affront to God. That, that's something that, yeah, we definitely should mention. <clears throat> the <laughs> fact that this exists is bizarre. But, um, yeah, but, but I digress. It, well, it the... <laughs> It's weird that it's 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 like Konami in the late 2010s specifically that they made this because you know if you're not the type of person that follows video game news like Konami had a series of scandals I would say of just like horribly mistreating their employees horribly uh mishandling all of their video game franchises and just like clearly not giving a shit about them and the fact that like this thing exists at all and is also like high quality and interesting. <laughs> yeah, um, it is strange. It feels like something that would have aired like on Adult Swim after Bleach at like <laughs> 11:30 in 2005. It feels that that would have been that would have been the time where Konami is like, okay, we actually care about these franchises. It feels like the Cal- Castlevania show that you would imagine and talk about with your friends. And maybe there would be a long Tumblr post about it that you would read in 2014 and be like, damn, it would sure would be cool if they made a Castlevania show that looked amazing and had good writing and incorporated a bunch of the lore from the games and all of this shit. And like, it's... Like, I don't understand how this happened. Like, I don't understand why this is, like, pretty good, even though it, like, sucks another way. But, like, the fact that it's a quality production at all is very strange. Yeah, the Tumblr comparison is apt, complete with the, um, complete with the sexy, smarmy, basically a character from Supernatural protagonist. Oh, God. Okay. (laughs) Speaking of time, we do, you're correct, we need to talk about Trevor Belmont. I yeah. I hate this Marvel movie protagonist motherfucker so goddamn much. Like it just he he has to have a quip for every single fucking thing that happens, and it's gotta be like he's gonna be like, oh, that's gonna leave a mark, or he's gonna say like, ooh, got here just in time, I guess, and but then and then I'll say, oh shit, or something, because he's gotta say fuck at least like five times per episode, and he feels like the protagonist from a different show. Because yep. the rest of the show, the tone and the aesthetic and the style in this show is so strong. Like, every single character feels like a character in this extremely melodramatic medieval world. All of, the, you know, all of the suspicious priests and all of the, like, mysterious people in hooded robes meeting in rooms. All of it feels so cohesive. And 
this character just completely pulls you out of it. It it honestly kind of ruined the show for me. Yeah, the the weird thing about it for me is that you know, he he could have been a lot this character but just toned down like a good 57% <laughs> and it would have been okay, yeah. I feel. Like he the the show did need a little bit of levity from the main character, mm-hmm. but the amount of like goofy things that he says and sarcastic comments was it, it bordered on way too much. Yeah. And I I think that he could have been a brooding like he could have been kind of an asshole, but it he's he's brooding and annoying and like obnoxious enough that like near the end where he finally decides, "Oh, I do want to help people." It's like not very believable cuz he's been like a drunken asshole the entire rest of this time and just really really violent for no reason this entire time. Like he clearly has the ability to like escape without harming people, but he'll like go out of his way to fuck people up. And yeah. it's like, I mean, well, do like you a, care about these people or not? He's like a fucking misanthrope, you know? Like yeah. he like uh-huh. he is like he is rude to every character he talks to. He openly talks about how he doesn't care about saving people's lives and yeah. all of this shit. And his arc throughout this like these four episodes is basically just like Trevor learns that caring about people and people not dying is probably pretty cool, maybe. Uh and it, it like I just don't I don't like this character, you know, like Dracula. I liked Dracula's wife. I I think is really cool. Like the dynamic between the two of them that's established in the first episode is great. There is great character writing in this show. None of it is used on the protagonist. It's, it's, really disappointing it's and it's i like really i like is. the speakers too i like mm-hmm. the the main character speaker the um what's her name i'm not gonna remember her name i don't know anyone else's <laughs> the, name except the, for what, trevor what are the speakers real quick if you want to run through that oh so the speakers are this um this this kind of there's there's just factions in the show there's the belmonts of which there's only one there's the priests who fucking burns Dracula's wife and caused the demon scourge. And then there's the speakers who are kind of a nomadic, uh, hooded robe, uh, magic wielding, uh, sort of, uh, collective, um, that is there to help people and, uh, generally are just good people. They're wielding, you know, good magic. Yeah. Uh, but the townspeople and the, well, the church leads the townspeople into believing that the speakers are evil um and are the reason for the demon scourge uh so that that's you know that that's generally like pretty good it's an interesting like like, political premise interesting fodder yes i i I like where they were going with it and again it's just you know trevor shows up and ostensibly should like be on their side because they both want the same thing but instead he's like a total dick to them and like doesn't trust them doesn't believe that they are strong enough to defend themselves uh, you, yeah. Yeah, like I think Trevor that's, sucks. That, I think that's the big problem with this show, right? Is that like it is a really interesting world, and but our vehicle for navigating through that world is an insufferable asshole that nobody in their right mind would want to spend any amount of time with. Yep. And then there's the other problem, because there's always one more. There's, there's always one, one more thing. Uh, there's a there's a scene. We're gonna get to the <laughs> politics now. Yeah, there's there's a scene um <laughs> at the beginning of the second episode, uh we find well it ends the first episode ends with kind of a soliloquy from this this dude in a bar 
Um, this, you know, working class, very specifically working class dude. Um, just talking about being working class. They're peasants and they're talking about how they're sick of powerful families. They feel worthless because they, quote, came from shit. They can't ever grow beyond that. It's literally a critique of feudalism, um, and it and it co- conveniently maps onto capitalism very easily because they talk about how, um, you know, it's it's the very like why do they always send the poor type of like war critique uh, going on there where they talk about how uh, the poor people are always sent to fight the rich families, uh, the rich families' battles for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the problem with this scene uh, is that. The working class people who, you know, there's if you read what they were saying on paper, you're like, yeah, yeah, what the <laughs> yeah. fuck, man? But the show is uh, tells you that you're meant to look at them as like stupid pigs, like yeah. they they they're all like fat, like ah, drunk assholes. And Trevor is like the good one because uh, everyone's being mean to his noble family, because <laughs> um, and it's like I don't feel bad for the fucking rich other families because their peasants don't like them. Like, what? Yeah, so, so like, like okay, the way this scene plays out is, like, Trevor Belmont is sitting in the corner not talking to these two dudes who, like, go from talking about how their friend fucked a goat or something to yeah. talking about this, like, very, like, lucid critique of feudalism. Yeah, but yeah. Like, I forgot that it begins with, like, the goat fucking. Like, okay, yeah. well, before they say these these coherent sounding things we got to make sure that everyone knows that they're yeah goat fucking stupid dirty poor people yeah exactly like this show like just like it just loves aristocracy basically because like it really does because trevor belmont is sitting in the corner and he you know he gets involved in this conversation somehow because you know they're talking shit about the belmonts or whatever and the scene concludes with Trevor Belmont just basically just fucking brutalizing these people. And we're supposed to be like, yeah, that cool rich guy from the powerful old family of noblemen just killed all those poor people in a bar. And we're supposed to be, like, really excited about that. And I just, that just, that, fuck, fuck you. Shut the I fuck mean, up. What? <laughs> listen, listen, Alex, he was provoked to violence. Didn't you see? <laughs> they instigated it. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, like, it, it, and, like, the idea is that, like, the Belmonts used to be these, like, powerful, uh, like, vampire and monster and demon hunters or whatever, and then the, and then the people turned on them, and we're supposed to, like, feel really bad for Trevor because everybody hates him because he's a Belmont, but, like, we're supposed to be like, oh man, this poor aristocrat just gets no respect from these peasants that his family has been oppressing. <laughs> Yeah, it sucks, and, like, it just, it, 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 like, that's, like, the first character moment you, you get with Trevor, and, like, he just continues down that path from there, like, he is, he is truly insufferable, and ultimately, like, the show is bad <laughs> overall because yeah. of it, I think, and that I, sucks. I, I remember you saying, after you got to that point in the show, you texted me, you're like, I don't think the show can recover from that thing, and you know what? It never does. No, it really doesn't. <laughs> what are we watching next week, Mark? Uh, next week is a big fucking episode. We're watching The Witcher. Ah. It's a Netflix show. Um, I I happen to love The Witcher, specifically The Witcher 3. I haven't played the other ones. I don't care. I'm not going to. Um, I've read half of one of the books uh, and end up finishing it. Anyway, The Witcher is an American fantasy drama TV series uh, created by Lauren Schmidt 
Hisrik for Netflix. Uh, it's based on the book series, kind of, uh, of the same name by Polish writer. I didn't look up how to pronounce this. Yeah, uh, okay, so so we should address this so, real quick. Yes, this is technically based on the books but and not based on the video games, but come the fuck on. The, 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 <laughs> you know? The... The come the fuck on moment comes from two things. One, there's no fucking way The Witcher is popular enough to get its own TV series without the games. Mm-hmm. Um, and two, uh, Henry Cavill, who um, plays Geralt of Rivia, the main character, mm-hmm. uh, I watched some behind-the-scenes stuff with him, and he can't stop talking about how much he fucking loves The Witcher 3 <laughs> and how much his inspiration for the voice and for the the mannerisms of his Geralt are, like, Pretty much, like, he he literally says, like, you know, I read the books, big fan of the books, but, like, Geralt, you know, Geralt in the books, he just goes on long soliloquies, and, you know, he just says a whole bunch of shit. He's not, like, the gruff, like, action star protagonist that you need for a show. Then I played the game, and I'm like, this is my Geralt. And I was like, okay, so this is just this is just a game adaptation. We're watching this for, for the <laughs> yeah, podcast. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it's set on uh, a medieval world called The Continent, um... And it just follows the story of Geralt of Rivia, who is a monster hunter. Uh, witchers are, you know, we'll get into it, but they they live solitary lives. Uh, they're very lonely and brooding, uh, kind of like. We'll see if this show does a brooding, uh, smarmy protagonist better than uh, last week's show. Yeah. I have a feeling it will. I'm interested um, in these because they're contemporaries. They're both Netflix shows yes. from around the same era. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I, I'm, I have never played a Witcher game. Uh, yeah. I'm excited to see if this is good. We'll probably watch like a couple episodes and then kind of figure it out from there. Where can people find the podcast on the internet, Mark? You can find us on Twitter at Cartridge Cinema. You can join the Discord. It's linked on the Twitter in the pinned post. You can find us on iTunes and Spotify and SoundCloud or your favorite podcast app. Uh, Rate us. Give us a nice little five-star rating. We love to see those. You you love to see it. Um, Love that for us. Uh, the music is by TJ Tinman. The art is by Courtney Kaufman. Uh, for me, uh, it it actually is going up on Tuesday. Oh no, maybe it'll be up to tonight. It'll be up tonight. I'm gonna. Th- this shit is going right Hell up yeah. there. Fuck yeah. Hell yeah. Don't join the military. Fuck cops. Peace. <laughs> there it is.